Have a need for new and exciting products? Zero3D.com takes a clean slate approach to design and manufacturing. Zero3D.com features a wide variety of innovative products for the Harley Touring Market and other Harley Big Twins such as the Softail and Trike models. Zero3D's product line includes parts for performance, comfort, and lighting. You'll be getting components of great quality and are affordable for the rider. Because we are riders, we have a passion for design and innovation, and there's always something new to see at Zero3D.com. All of our products offer easy installation. With the proper tools and a little experience, you'll be able to get a part or accessory from Zero3D on the bike with no welding, grinding, or cutting. At Zero3D, we also have a design team with over 40 years of experience, and because our story is deeply tied to motorcycles, we offer great customer service when you need it. And Zero3D's design team is at all the big rallies where we are talking to riders and are working with riders face-to-face. Zero3D products are distributed in the United States by Drag Specialties, in Europe by Parts Europe and Zodiac, and in Asia by Twin Art. Check at your local Harley dealer and ask for Zero Parts. Visit Zero3D.com or call us at 715-808-808. 0027 if you have any questions about any Zero3D.com product. Design is the landscape of the mind, where innovation dwells. We are Zero, zero Zero3D.com. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Motorcycle Man Podcast. This is episode 90 of the podcast. I am Ted here in the corner booth of the V-Twin Cafe. I am joined by Brother Chris very shortly and our guest... From Euclear Digital Communication Systems, uh, that would be a Dave Cook. All right. But first, thank you very much for tuning in and listening to the show. And, of course, for all of the Motorcycle Men podcast episodes, effective immediately, by the way, 50% of all contributions via Patreon and direct donations will be donated to VetRest. VetRest helps veterans who live with PTS. And we here at the Motorcycle Men podcast are doing our part to make sure our servicemen and women are taken care of. So your donation and contribution to the podcast also benefits them. If you don't want to help us, at least help them. Your help, regardless of its size, goes a long way to help. If you would like to help our vets to a lesser extent to show, you can make a one-time contribution by clicking on the Donate button on the homepage at MotorcycleMen.us. Or you can also click on the Subscribe button and there... As well, if you would like to make a monthly donation, either case, anything you want to donate, most of all, thank you for being a knucklehead and telling your fellow riders is another great way to show your appreciation for the show as well. But anyway, if you'd like to donate to the show, anything you can do would be greatly appreciated. And again, 50% of all we get goes to VetRest. Now... For those of you who like to chit-chat on your motorcycles and who like to talk to each other and find out what's going on, if you want to talk on your phone while you're riding, uh, which you probably shouldn't do too much, but if you also want to communicate with your buddies and if you want to listen to some music and or if you want to listen to your GPS tell you which way to go, well, the guy we have here with us tonight on this episode is going to tell you how you can do that with one of the best communication systems out there. That would be Dave Cook here from Euclear Digital Communications. 
Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Motorcycle Men Podcast. This is episode number 90, and I am here in the V-Twin Cafe with Brother Chris. How you doing? You! It's the Joker. <laughs> we I got my sound effects, uh, even on Skype. We can't even... We have, we're going to do... This is a Skype episode. We don't ordinarily do our, our shows like this, but we, we this is a great show. Just We also have a special guest with us here. We don't have Tim... Buck two is not with us tonight. He's got other things to do, although he has threatened to show up. So we're going to see what happens there. But instead, uh, <laughs> you're going to do that again, Chris? <laughs> see, ordinarily, Dave, we have a lot of sound effects during our show. Uh, we have Dave, Dave Cook. Dave, do you have a, do you have a writer nickname? Infidel. I, no way. You do not. Really, yeah, did did you look at the picture of my motorcycle I sent you? No, I didn't. I did not see that. Oh, man. Yeah, I've got Infidel on my firearms. I've got it on the windscreen of my bike, and I've got it on the back of my helmet. Oh, that is too funny. Nice. <laughs> I love it. I like that. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, <laughs> anyway, so here we are, and mostly this episode is all about Chris and I badgering Dave, uh, who Dave uh, it works with. Uh, Uclear Digital uh, Communication Systems, not just for motorcycles, but pretty much for everything, and he's going to tell us all about that. Uh, but in the meantime, we're going to talk, uh, Chris and I are going to do some banter, and, and, and the infidel can also chime in whenever he wants. I love that name. That's a great name. That's a really great name. Uh, how you doing, Chris? I get a lot of military that wave at me. Oh yeah, well of course. I mean, I get. Are you ex-military? I'm not. Well, as a matter of fact, I went to a military academy for high school, but that was just college prep. I would never uh, put out there that I was in the military. I, I think I might have missed my calling there, but I support the military huge. And when they see me rocking the infidel logos, a lot of them know what that means, and they uh, wave to me. Oh, cool, awesome. Nice. <laughs> So you did like an ROTC thing, right? Yeah, high school. Oh, cool, awesome. Hey, Chris, you got your uh, your headset uh, mic? Because not not picking you up really well. No. <clears throat> anyway, so we've had here in in Jersey, we've we've had we've had temperatures in the mid fifties uh, the past couple of days, and I've been getting in some mileage. And uh, Chris, I know you've been, had some epic riding in the, over the past few days, haven't you? I, you know me, I'm just going to ride as much as possible. Yeah, you you had this. Uh, extra lengthy ride over the weekend you went to all the nether regions of new jersey how was that you can you hear me better now yeah i can hear you better now. thank you anyway so tell us about that ride you did uh okay back up because i have to catch up to that <laughs> <laughs> well you did this epic epic ride over the weekend didn't you oh yeah i uh i ended up going to a bike blessing in uh hannam's uh, harley davidson in Broadway. okay and, uh, then i uh saw a couple of buddies of mine that i knew and uh, they were like yeah we're gonna take a ride and we ended up going to new hope okay and then new hope we came back up and we uh went through the back roads through clinton and then we stopped we stopped at uh, Solitude Lake. I've never heard of that until you told me about it. We, you know, we've ridden around that area a lot, and uh, that's the first time I've ever stopped there. Wow, it's a pretty place. Were you up in uh, Hunterdon County? Yep. Oh, we got to, we got to make it out there. Yeah. We got it. We definitely have to get out there. Dave, not as far. Think. Uh, I know it's not. Dave, did you do any riding this past weekend? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, the weather's been good enough out here um, that I'm at least commuting to work as a minimum every single day. But uh, any time that I got to get milk for the kids or anything of that nature, I'm like, I'll do it. And I hop on the bike. And oh, of course. <laughs> that five-minute ride turns into a 45-minute ride, and that's yeah. how that goes. And then the milk is bad by the time you get home. Not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, by the time you get home, it's 
So, Chris, you don't know where Dave is from. Dave, why don't you tell Chris where you're from? I'm from the Boise, Idaho area. Uh, Euclid is based out of Eagle, Idaho, which is a little suburb of the Boise area. Um, and, you know, for those of you that aren't familiar with Boise, you know, it's a it's a mountain state, mountain and desert. And when you're situated in Boise, um, if you look one direction to the south and just a few minutes ride, you can be in the desert. And if you turn around the other direction and look north, you're looking at mountains. So in any given day, I can have a mountain ride or a desert ride, which can be on-road or off-road, fire trails or, or out in the uh, sand. Um, and so it's just uh, for people that, that like to ride, it's kind of an undiscovered gem because there's just so much to see and so much to ride to. It's not a big deal, for example, to you know throw a towel on the back of the bike and ride up to a hot spring somewhere, hop in there for a couple hours and, and ride back or something of that nature or go out and find a hidden cave somewhere, old gold mine or something like that. And so wow. there's just so many destinations and so much public land um, that whether you're a street rider or an off-road rider, you will not get to see all of what the state has uh, in a lifetime. I'm That's awesome. Doing that my, sounds like great my best. But, yeah, there's a, it's a never-ending um, map quest to put dots on the map and figure out where you've been and, and uh, where you still need to go. Yeah, wow. wow. You see, here in that Jersey, really awesome. yeah, no, here in Jersey, we don't have hot springs. We have sludge springs. <laughs> which you can jump in and you get a mud bath of some sort, you know, and then you usually have to go to some hospital afterwards. But um, so, Dave, so tell us a little about, bit about yourself and how long you've been with Euclid uh, Digital. Yeah, sure. Well, you know, hey, growing up, um, I became interested in anything with a anything that could make me run through the mud or through the field fast with some noise <laughs> when I was a pretty little kid. Yeah. So I got my first uh, mini bike when I was six. Um Rode that thing into the ground till my sister jumped it into a lake. Nice. Um, moved up to a little Kawasaki 100 and just kept moving up through different bikes from there. Um, so I've been riding either a motorcycle and or four-wheelers most of my life. Um, but I spent most of my career in insurance. Um, and uh, the only time I've had a chance to see New Jersey uh, was over there looking at hailstorms and getting on the roof <laughs> looking at hail. And wishing I was on my motorcycle but looking at hailstorms. Um, so, uh, you know, the, my time with Euclid, I started here last year. Um, all of my career has been, for the most part, account management, relationship management, but I've always been a writer. Um, and so even though I've been here for about a year, the way that I came to Euclid is really more the interesting part, which is that um, my wife was constantly telling me, don't get on the bike because you can't take my phone calls. And she's a nurse and on call. And I was looking for a way to be able to still ride the motorcycle and be able to take a phone call when she was on call so that I could still get to ride. Um, so my local dealer set me up with a Euclid and I was riding with it for a couple months and enjoying it. And I met uh, the COO of the company in line at a grocery store. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And since the crazy lady in front of us had to have an argument for 10 minutes about the meaning of organic, oh, we had God. time to look at each other and roll our eyes. And he saw my helmet and my Euclid, and we got to talk and exchange cards. And that's actually when I found out Euclid was right in my own backyard in Idaho. Wow. Wow, that's awesome. So I went to visit those guys, and I said, uh, you know, how's, how's my unit set up? Do I have it installed good? What else can you do? I, and they consulted with me and got me the, be the better speakers, and I loved it even more. And, but I just remember thinking, that place looks like it would be a great place to work. They're wearing shorts and T-shirts in there. and wow. um, So I, 
back and I just started applying. And because I'm in sales and they didn't have a position, I just didn't let it go. I just kept, uh, I just kept coming by. I said, like, when are you going to hire me? When are you yeah. going to hire me? Finally, he just relented. All right. You know, so um, I've got a lot of enthusiasm for the product before I ever worked here. Right. Um, you know, it, it made it so that I could ride more and be able to communicate and rock out to my music while I do it. Wow. Um, so, yeah. you know, the position became available for me and, uh, I dove in and have just been enjoying it ever since. They can't get rid of me now. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah, yeah. How many people end up working for the company that where they like the product that they're that they that their company makes? Yeah, that's really? a rarity. Right? That's, that's a, a rarity. It's an extreme. I don't rarity. know, but I can tell you my first twenty years or so in insurance, that was not the case. Yeah, well yeah, all right. Yeah, I mean, insurance, <laughs> yeah, wonder why. You know? wonder why. <laughs> it's, it's it's not a tangible. Hey, I love this insurance, man. You yeah. know, no. You know, it's like no so it'd be like if one of us, Harley Davidson, called us up, we, we want you here. That would be like the dream job right there. What are you doing? Yeah. We want you to ride these motorcycles up and down the street. That's it. Or why, I, don't, I would polish them all day. I don't care. That's, that's great, <laughs> man. Remember, gentlemen, the key to the story is that they didn't come looking for me. Right. I kept bugging them. Yeah. Oh, so that's so. the thing. So what you're suggesting, Chris, you heard it here first. Dave is suggesting that we go to our local Harley dealers and badger them. Until they give us a job. Yes. That would be Badger them and tell them you heard about it from you, Claire, and they bring it into the store. That's that's part of the story right there. All right, we're going to do oh, that. Perfect. 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 I'm, I'm off. Uh, so tell us about you, Claire, uh, what the name means. And the, you guys have a tremendous line of communication systems. So go ahead and tell us about that. Sure. Well, when Euclear became a, a consumer product uh, back around 2007, you know, uh, at the time, what were your communication options? I mean, Bluetooth was still fairly new, and you right. had, like, ch Chatterbox out there, um, and you had push-to-talk, and push-to-talk does not have um, noise cancellation built in, so you couldn't hear it over loud machines or loud situations. Right. So the clear part of it, you know, is pretty obvious, and the U and Uclear stands for universal, universal use. Okay, all right. Here, um and, you know, the way Euclid actually kind of came about um, is that uh, it, the product itself was developed by a gentleman, or the software, I should say, developed by a gentleman out of Singapore that was um, responding to requests for proposals for military use. Um, you know, when those guys are crawling on the ground and things like that, they did not want to have a golf ball-sized boom microphone in their face getting no. caught like that. Um, and then eventually uh, someone here from the U.S., from the Boise area, um, ran into this or saw it and said, this really has applications in the power sports market. Um, and so it became available for civilian purchase and modified to be more of a power sports helmet um, okay. and other types of helmets use. Um, the other product that the uh, owner makes is sniper detection system. So he Ooh. actually, as an offshoot, has sensors that he can put in helmets and uh, uniforms where if a, if a shot goes off, then you can look down at a little screen on your wrist and it will tell you exactly the distance of that shot, the height of that shot, um, really? so that you can find it. So that's another another part of the business, not not one that we're in here in the U.S., but um, that's something that is, uh, you know, is out for proposal you know, if a military uh, unit wants to take advantage of it. So those are the two main, you know, products that Euclid has. And of course we're focusing on the, on the power sports product um, sure. and the, the many different uses outside of power sports of our product. Right. So I'm looking at your website, which is uclearedigital.com yeah, and under your helmet communications, you have systems for, I'm going to read them just what I see on the website, motorcycle, ATV, 
UTV, snowmobile, bicycle, ski and snowboard, rock climbing, skateboarding, and, of course, listening Bluetooth. All of these systems, how do you manage all of them? You know, it's it's almost trickeration. I mean, let's just say let's just say it like this: the Euclear systems are extremely portable and adaptable. Now, part of that is that every speaker accessory and mount that we have are all cross compatible. Okay. So any any Euclear unit you have has a mount and has a speaker accessory that'll work with any type of helmet you want to wear on your head. Right. We've set people up um, with protective helmets for people that maybe have narcolepsy um you know that that need to wear the you know the helmet there's something you would never think of we have thousands of people across the country and in canada um that will wear our systems on their hard hats um so picture for example that you're a guy that wears a hard hat to work and you're involved in a lot of extreme sports um you can ride to work on your motorcycle pop the Euclid unit off in two seconds just by pushing up on it and stick it on your hard hat that's already got a mount and speakers in it. Go ahead and go to work and communicate in your hard hat all day. Right. And then whatever other sports you have, um, these will go in a bicycle helmet. They'll go in um, uh, skydiving helmets, things like that. So in any situation where you need hands-free communication and you need noise cancellation, for example, um, and you want to stay connected while you work, um, then you know there's a way for us to get that mounted in a speaker that works. So one Euclid unit can go from any of these types of uses. Um, uh, latest uh, uh, situation that we just took care of was for a uh, decontamination team, Ooh. and they they go into hospitals and decontaminate after outbreaks or um, anything like that. And so they go in wearing suits. And there's a team of 10, and they need their hands free. they got big gloves on. They can't be doing push-to-talk. And, and so, um, you know, we set them up and just say, what kind of helmet you got? All right, here's what you need. We'll send it. You're good. So then do you, do you resell those contaminated units then? <laughs> no. No, we, we let them keep those. So oh. keep those. If they us for a warranty, even we say, you know what? Don't even send it back. We'll just, uh, just send it. Yeah, you don't want you to go ahead and keep that. They can keep um, their cooties, right? So, this, yeah. so that that answers the question then, because you guys say your systems are the most portable. Now, right. I know a lot of the other systems are not like that. That's which is one of the benefits of. Well, the what's equipment. the one we've tried, Ted? Well, the, well, the one the system that we currently use, and we we all both under, we all understand that the system that the three of us use is not Senna's best product. It's actually the lowest model. We have the SM. SMH10, which is Senna's lowest model that they have. Yeah, it works and, good as long as you don't go above 30 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. And, it, it, it's and, a you can't have, and having loud pipes on your Harley is not recommended either. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm, I don't want to go, I don't want to bash Senna, but I, I guess I can bash the, the SMH10. I can bash that. We know it's the lowest quality. The audio is absolutely abysmal. It's horrible yeah. audio. And again, if we like to wear half helmets. When we ride, so if you have yeah. a half helmet, you got that boom microphone. It's picking up everything. Wind is horrible. So, I, I, as an alternative, now mind you, if you want to spend a, a lot more money, the the larger, the better Senna systems supposedly are better. Well, this sure. is why I heard other uh, people who, who we met at Americade a few years ago. And they had told us that the Euclid system for them was the best because there was none of that noise that you would get with some of the other systems like Scala or with Senna. So now, 
changing gears just a little bit, your your amp Bluetooth helmet audio system. And how does that differ from all the other systems that are out there? Sure. Well, you know, I'll say this. I mean, the three main players in the market, you're talking about Senna already, and they're going to be the biggest. They're the most proliferated uh, with the largest parent company behind them, the most marketing. So you're kind of you're going to kind of see Senna posted all over the place. Sure. And they, they've got the largest market share. And then you have your Cardo, um, which makes the Scala Rider that you mentioned, and you have Euclear. Um, and when you look at Senna and you look at Cardo, you're looking at very similar systems in terms of the... The, the sort of form factor, the fact that they do have a boom microphone and that they are probably, and this is going to sound like I'm saying negative about my own company, but they're probably more technologically advanced in terms of they've got features upon features upon features, right. okay? That's so, not always a good thing, though. You know. Well, yeah, and that's the thing is they're, those two are competing against each other head-to-head. Um, and and it, without getting specific, you know, Carter will develop a new type of technology for dynamic mesh, auto reordering of riders as they as they change positions in a group. And then Senna will come out and come out with the same kind of thing. And then Senna will develop something, and Carter will will try to keep up with it. Um, where Euclear is different is that we're we're really not trying to compete in that exact same space. Right. Uh, you know what we're looking for is look. We're, we came from military background, and so our units are meant to be rubberized, waterproof, iceproof, little tank systems that are simple to use, and you can use them on the equator, and you can use them in the North Pole, and they'll just keep running. That's okay. Right. So you know they've got noise cancellation. We have noise cancellation. We have, we have a lot of the same features. I mean, look, all three systems will do three things very well. Intercom and Bluetooth, which means your phone calls and your music or other media that you play on your phone. So all the systems are going to do that. Um, some of the features that we have, though, are dumbed down for the simple fact that most of the writers we talk to, if given the choice and they understand the differences, they tell us very simply, we want it to be simple. So we've only got three buttons on the unit, and there's only one penetration or hole in the housing which is where you plug in either the charger or the speakers, and that's all rubberized. Um, so one of the places that gives us an edge, for example, is uh, with snowmobiling community. They can use you know the same units that you're going to wear on your Harley. They'll take the same unit and put that on their snowmobile helmet and ride it 30 you know degrees below zero, um, and they don't have to worry about ice building up and getting into it because we don't have three or four different um, jacks and plugs and, and things like that. Now, on the other hand, you'll have someone tell you that, well, I want the ability to charge my unit while I'm riding with my unit at the same time. Well, that's where you want the Carto or the Senna system if you really think you need to do that. Um, But most of the systems these days have long enough battery life that it's not realistic you're even going to have to do that. Yeah, You can recharge our units in 45 minutes from complete dead. Really? And that'll give, that'll give you about a 10-hour ride. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. What I tell people is, that, hey, you know, go to your dealer and buy one of those nice little battery packs that can also jumpstart your bike in a pinch. It's one of my favorite tools. <laughs> yeah. um, they got these lithium battery packs that will jumpstart you, but you can charge your gear with it. Um, and so if you grab one of those, for example, and you're pulled over for a little bit for lunch or whatever the case may be, go ahead and plug your Euclear into that and even if it's only 20 minutes, well, you're going to pick up about a 40, 50% uh, wow, charge from it. No kidding. So we just don't hear about people outriding the battery in a day. I mean, it really just never happens. Well, we wow. have, on the systems that we have, we've outridden the batteries. Yeah, we have. And we're talking in less than six hours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. And, it, yeah, you know, and, it, and, you know, the things that can affect that, I mean, I know Cena to have pretty darn good battery life uh, as well. 
um, and they're less expensive units were purposely built with less performing uh, batteries. But, um, you know, when you buy a, a, a Cena or a Euclid Ricardo system, if you happen to be buying one that's been on the shelf for a year or two or something like that, you might possibly pick up a system that uh, the batteries uh, already got some shelf life on it. Um, but, yeah, in less than six hours is uh, hopefully most of the time you're not having a problem with it. But if you're going on a lot of long rides, then you've got to find a way to stop and recharge that thing once in a while. Oh, sure. So you got this 45-minute charge time, and you get 10 hours of battery life out of the unit? Yeah, that's the average. I mean, of course, it's very dependent upon your use. Um, with nonstop intercom or nonstop music, it might go as low as eight hours especially if you're like me and you're turning that sucker up loud. Um, but for, for the average person, 10 hours is, is the average. We hear about people getting more than 10 on a regular basis. Oh, yeah. And if you're in a really cold environment, like you know below zero degrees, it's going to make the unit run a little less efficiency, uh, efficiently, make the battery work a little harder. And so you might drop down to as, as low as seven hours in the really coldest conditions. Um, no doubt about it, but battery life is never an issue with the Euclid units. We just don't hear that type of complaint. Oh, wow. And if someone calls us and says, hey, I'm only getting five or six hours, if they're not doing something weird with it, we may just warranty it out for them just to make sure that we haven't given them a unit with a battery, maybe with a bad cell. We All don't right, want right. them not getting the full life they're supposed to get. Oh, that's great. So the, yeah, 10 hours is amazing. I mean, that's like, oh, my gosh. I mean, even on even on your longest rides, I mean, it's ten hours. I mean, you're not yeah. yeah. That. You spend that much time on a bike. The last, the, you're going to be more concerned about that your butt's vibrating than you are. Yeah. About the, you know, <laughs> exactly. I mean, you take somebody who wants to do a saddle sore one thousand, for example, right? You know, you're out there for eighteen hours. You know, at least eighteen hours on the long end. So, you know, yeah. at some point, you're going to need to charge that thing up. And I, I assume. With a, it's a standard like a uh, like a standard USB kind of a cable that you would plug in. Is that mm -hmm. it is? So you can easily plug it into your bike for a couple minutes and do that. Um, yep. You briefly mentioned about the about the audio. One of the main complaints that the lower end systems have, like what we have, and in fact even some of the other mid level systems from Senna and Scala, one of the main complaints is the audio quality. As far yeah, as the sure. speakers, they just sound like crap. And I have tried to listen to music with my system. Absolutely, I can't do it. Absolutely cannot. I can barely tolerate a phone call. So yeah, right. how has clear beat this? Tell us. And, and you also have another system called the earbuds. So tell us about that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, speaking to sound quality, you know, when people look at speakers, they may look at it and say, well, it's got a 30-millimeter driver, and it operates at, you know, 8 ohms or whatever the case is. They'll, they'll try to compare um, a box to a box in terms of statistics. But when it really comes down to it with speakers is how they're built, not the millimeters or those things. And also it, it comes down to the type of sound driver that is built into the device that you are listening to. So you may take a pair of speakers and plug them into a different unit and get a completely different sound out of them. So for you guys, because I never tell people, hey, sell your Senna units and get a Euclid. What, what you told me is they're working, but you... You don't enjoy the quality of music. I believe the unit that you have has a plug-in for a 3.5-millimeter jack. Is yes, that it does, and I have used it, and it still sounds like crap. Okay. 
So I, we, you know, we do have a solution for that. In fact, Cycle Gear, one of our bigger uh, retailers, um, they've told us that one of their biggest selling uh, combinations that they do is they, they'll sell a Senna unit to people that prefer to go that way, and they'll sell them a pair of $39.95 Euclear speakers that they then plug into the Senna unit. Ah. Um, and then you just keep your boom microphone. So that's one way that some people will bridge that gap. Um, but the sound driver in your Senna unit will still be a limiting factor if it doesn't sound right to you. Um, now, in our, all of our systems, we've got two different kinds of uh, uh, standard helmet speakers. One of them is a, a hard-encased 30-millimeter speaker with a built-in microphone, and it sounds pretty darn good on the music, and it sounds fantastic on the intercom. Our top-end speaker, called the Pulse Pro, has a 40-millimeter driver, and it's a thicker driver with a thicker magnet. And that speaker is easily the number one rated speaker for music in the industry by anyone who has done that comparison. So that speaker can be plugged into any of our devices as an upgrade, um, or it also comes with our, our high-end unit called the Amp Pro. That, that speaker is very much tuned for music. It has more bass and truer mids to it. Um, it's the one that I ride with every time um, because I, m my main use for it is music. Um, but that can be plugged into any of our units. Mm -hmm. um, so it, when it comes to making that, it, it's not about the millimeters. It's about taking the time to develop a speaker that gives you the right acoustics inside of a helmet. Yeah. And generally, the speakers that you have, if you were, for example, to space those out tighter to your ears mm -hmm. and make absolutely certain they're centered over your ear canal, you could probably see an improvement in your own helmet with your own speaker just by doing those things. Um, and in some cases, people just simply haven't placed them properly um, and, and where maybe they have it centered over their ear, but it's a quarter inch from their ear and you're getting a lot of wind in between the speaker and your oh, ear. Yeah. If you can cut that space down, that's why our speakers come with spacers, foam spacers. Yeah. So you, if you get that tight to your ear, then you're going to cut down a lot of uh, exterior uh, noise there. Well, the speakers that I have with the Senna, it's the same as like Chris and Tim use. Uh, it has the foam pad. Yeah, but, you know, we're leaving out one one fun fact of me, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, the kind of helmet I have. <laughs> I don't forget it. <laughs> yeah. All right. I, I, helmet I, it's not uh, a helmet. It's it's, it's Tupperware. <laughs> uh, I have a, I have a scully. All right. So you have a skull cap. So well, let's speak to that subject. You've brought it up twice, and it's actually a really common. It's a common discussion here at Euclear. I'm, I cannot believe it's not a common discussion with uh, Cardo and Senna as well. So when you are riding around with your skull cap or your half helmet, what you're presenting is the most difficult acoustical challenge possible yes. for audio riding a motorcycle. <laughs> right. Okay. You really couldn't possibly make it any more difficult. So and then with even even within the full face helmet range where that's the easiest acoustical challenge to solve Different full-face helmets will give you a different sound as well. So if you've got a Schubert or a Nolan helmet, for example, a, a Shoei or a Rai that have really thick, heavy padding in them, mm -hmm. um, you're cutting down on so much road noise that already a, just that alone makes your speakers seem like they're better speakers. And then you move into the less expensive helmets. You get into a $150 uh, Chinese helmet with thin padding and, uh, and things like that, and then already you're picking up more decibels of road noise um, even though it's a full face. Now let's go to the far end of the spectrum, your helmets, <laughs> and probably the helmets of most of your listeners. And, and, and I'll just say this. The, the acoustical challenge is tough because you're introducing so much wind between right. your speaker and your ear. 
And then I'm guessing you went ahead and threw on some loud pipes, right? And so you got that. <laughs> yeah, that's part of the game. Nothing wrong with that. I love loud pipes personally. I think they're awesome. But again, you're making it more difficult to hear your music and your communication. So here's some of the best solutions I've seen out there for it. Now, on the Euclid solution has Here been what we call our long earbuds, okay? So the same Euclid unit that you're using on your hard hat or in your full face helmet, um, on a f any kind of half helmet, and that includes a bicycle helmet, a hard hat, or a half helmet for a motorcycle, you would pick up our long earbuds, and the way you install those is so that we don't want a wire hanging down from the unit to the helmet. The, they actually install up into the helmet. There's, two, there's dual microphones in there, and you're going to stick those up above your eyes, right on the outside of each eyebrow, um, right about here. I know you guys can see me on the yeah, screen. Mm -hmm. um, and you're going to put those, if possible, up under the liner of your headliner of your helmet. Now you're talking about the microphone? Absolutely. No, we always we have dual microphones, and that's how we. That's oh. some of the differences in our sound. I, I can get into that a little bit yeah. without getting technical. Um, if you let me get technical, you'll have people tuning out pretty quick. So uh, <laughs> just hit like a buzzer or something. If I go. Uh, the, the dual microphone array is sampling your voice at a thousand times a second on both the left side and the right side. And then what it's doing is it's, it's then triangulating what is this gentleman's or this lady's voice? And then what is everything else? So on our system with the dual microphones, if you crank out your first and second gear real hard, the person that is listening to you talk might hear you run through the gears for about one to two seconds, and then the system figures it out, suppresses that, pushes the voice forward, and then even though you may or may not be able to hear a little of their of their pipe noise, it's going to suppress it so much that you can clearly hear their voice over the top. Right. Um, so once you put the earbuds in, and you know you're you're going to put those two microphones above your eyes, and when you throw your half helmet on or your scully. Um, all you're going to have to do then is just pop the two earbuds into your ear, and the earbuds are going to give you some decibel reduction right off the bat. I mean, any earbuds will give you 25 to 30 decibel um, sound protection, right, just like if you were going sure. shooting working on some machinery. Um, and then we can deliver a fairly high-quality sound into your ear by just reducing the decibels first that you're hearing from the road. And then the noise cancellation technology does the rest. And, you know, so the, the, the speakers are for you. The microphones and the noise cancellation are for the people you're talking to, you know, so that way they don't have to listen to your bike or whatever's going on, you know, or if you're working on a diesel motor and you're trying to talk to someone else, you know, that works in your uh, in your repair shop, for example, then you can talk to them with, with your hard hat on or whatever you're wearing, and the noise cancellation will make it so you can do that. Um, I mow my lawn with a Euclid unit on, believe it or not, so that I can wow. talk mowing. Um, so it'll work in all those types of situations. So you'd be and, the only person in America that cuts their grass with a helmet. Oh, no, no. I, I wear a set of headphones. <laughs> <laughs> so now when you, say, when you say earbuds, you mean like iPhone kind of like earbuds that go in your ears? Yeah, absolutely. So the, the earbuds themselves, I mean, they're just like any other set of earbuds that you've had that plug into a phone. But instead, they're they're being installed up in the helmet with only about three inches dangling by your ear and then and then plugging into the side of your unit. So you're right. just going to pop the helmet on, plug the earbuds in, and that's that's our solution to it. Um, and I would tell you, because we're always real honest here with people who don't like to set strange expectations, but with a half helmet and a loud bike, you're probably not going to love the sound quality when you get up to the, the higher highway speeds. But anybody that's used our units properly can tell you that any type of a standard ride where you're 
you know, you're doing that nice country road with some friends. You're riding around town, right. going out to the to the bars or to church or whatever you're doing. You're not, not going to experience any problems hearing each other at, at all. But when you get up to a highway speed, um, you're going to get some some you know some interference just from the uh, the amount of wind that you're taking to your head. Right. So, Chris, the next time you're working on a diesel engine on your way to church, you know the Euclid system is going to work well for you. So that is the point <laughs> I'm trying to make. Exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and, and I, I don't like to tout the competition too much. Obviously, I'm here to work for Euclid, but something that you know, you're, you're, you know, I'm an industry guy. I'm not, I'm not here necessarily just for Euclid, but I would tell you something that's interesting that's just hit the market is called the Cena Cavalry Helmet. Okay, and if you haven't seen this yet, it might be something interesting for you. It's, it's, uh, so it's a half helmet that has the speakers already built into it. Um, and or the unit built into it, and the speakers do not go in your ears; they are above your ears, and they fire down towards your oh, ears. Oh, okay. Wow, um, that's and so it's a really simple to pop on and use setup. And from what I've seen and heard, people like them quite a bit. Uh, same problem happens though at highway speeds; you're just not able to hear the way you want to hear. Yeah. Um, that being said, that helmet I believe comes in at 350. Um, oh, and right. as you may know, most half helmets can be per- you can put purchase a decent quality G Max, for example, half helmet for 65 bucks, for example. Mm-hmm. And then you put a Euclid unit on there, or another Senna, or a more universal type communicator. Uh, for less than the cost of that. So you have to really want that solution and yeah. like it. Wow. Um, but it's a really interesting entry into the market um, that's being done really differently. And so we, we respect, you know, what they do over there and the type of competitors they are with us. And it's something that, you know, would be uh, – it's probably the closest – quality item that i've seen in terms of sound quality and a half helmet to what we have to offer well you had just mentioned this one now does you clear have a complete helmet system including the helmet no we have not developed that and you know we've purposefully not developed that we have had communications in the past with some respectable helmet manufacturers i mean we've talked to bell and and we've talked to climb and um so you know we we've spoken with several of them and and the and it's also something that Cycle Gear has done, and so we've watched how that's gone. They have a line of helmets called the Built B I L T, yes, um, and they've paired that with old chatterbox units in the past and things. So one of the issues that comes up there is that if you have a problem with the unit or you have a problem with the helmet, now they're integrated. Yeah. So you got a speaker that goes out. You're sending your whole helmet back. Yeah, that's bad. And you're now without a helmet. And so we we just kind of said, you know what? There's already a couple players out there in the market doing that. And some of the helmet manufacturers we talked to just said straight up, we are never going to do that. Um, Arai or Bell or Shuey will tell you we are not going to compromise the the perfect design of our helmets and safety systems by integrating into the helmet that way. Um, so the Euclid systems are designed to be universal fit for any type of helmet. Um, the built-in helmets, some of them are pretty good, but normally with the built-in helmets, what you're getting is a mediocre helmet with a mediocre comm system so okay. that they can as one purchase somebody who wants a better quality helmet and a better quality uh comm system is really probably better buying them separately Mm -hmm. but if you're on a budget and you kind of just want to dabble into it there are some pretty good choices out there for integrated Um, but just keep in mind that if you have a problem with either you're sending them both back in at the same time yeah you're losing it so how many yeah. riders can connect to any one of your systems at once? Yeah, that's the one I want. You know, like suppose oh, uh, sure. suppose somebody leaves the group, does you lose everybody, or what? Suppose somebody wants to come in and you've already got a group. Sure, yeah, that's no problem. We, you know, we have a, a new product out there called the Amp Go that is a four rider 
entry-level cost system. The AMP Go is just hitting the markets and dealers. That's a 119.95 MSRP. Really? Wow. 119.95. Now That's that nice. that AMP Go is built with the same chassis as our AMP Pro, which is 299. And so you're getting the same battery life, the same universal app that allows you to integrate or to interface with the system and mobile firmware updates and ease of use. It has the same uh, sound drivers in it. Um, it just it comes with our standard speakers and it'll pair four people, uh, and that's at the 119 type of level. Okay, so then you move to our mid level, which is called the Amp Plus. The Amp Plus will pair six riders at a time, and the Amp Pro, our highest end unit, will pair. It look it says 20 on the box, I think, but it's actually an unlimited pairing. No kidding! Uh, wow. You, it's funny. We're a little funny about what we put on our boxes. The truth is, is uh, I sold. Uh, 112 amp pro systems to a factory that was putting them on hard hats to use them um, uh, for for tours and just to see what would happen we paired all 112 together and talked through them Um, now the reason that we don't recommend that anybody does that many at once or more than 15 or 20 at once is because it becomes a i want to use the word shit show but let's just edit that out that's fine that's fine (laughs) what you what you have here is a situation where you're hearing through open mics 20 different people that are clearing their throat or saying, having a side conversation or needing to go to the bathroom or whatever. (laughs) So it becomes really not great. Um, It's not that the systems can't do it. It's really more of a human factor involved in, you know, what's the, what's the, what's the right way to act when you got 20 of you, uh, 20 of you on the line at the same time and, and things like that. So, you know, it'll pair, I think we put 20 on the box. It technically is an unlimited pairing. um, And that, is something that when you have someone leave the group, what happens is the system's going to try to keep finding that person for two minutes. At the end of that two minutes, it'll quit trying to find that person, okay? And if that person rejoins the group later, he's going to have to press a button to call himself back into intercom. Okay. So, so you know, it's, it's something that uh, is really simple to do. You're just going to have to reach up off your clutch for your clutch hand for a second and push a button up. Um, you know, our systems are pretty simple in terms of switching back and forth. You know, right. some of the one, one thing that we don't have, but it's typically not an issue, is some of the systems allow you to listen to your music, and then when you start talking, it'll lower your music and so you can have intercom. Oh, okay. okay. The Euclid systems, you're either in intercom or you're not. And so let's say you're riding to work, you're listening to your music, and somebody calls you, you want to take it, you just say hello or pick up. It'll answer that phone call. At the end of that phone call, um, your music will just automatically come back on. So now let's say then you're riding along, you got three, four of you, you're all listening to your own music, and you want to talk to each other. You're just going to press one button. It's going to call everyone into intercom mode. So I can press my button, it'll interrupt all your music, and we'll be talking. And then anyone in the group can end intercom by pressing that button again. Okay. So you're just going to go in intercom or out of intercom. Okay. So now here's a, another really good question for you. If you're using your, your phone, obviously, because it obviously connects to Bluetooth to your, telephone, to your cell phone, correct? And mm-hmm. then now you've got a GPS on your bike, and you're using that for uh, audible navigation. Now, yeah. will your unit pair with all of that at the same time yes they will um you can pair several devices to the euclear unit and when you've got a gps device there's simply a setting that you can turn on or off inside the app that says route gps over intercom or over music and you hit yes to that and so you know and i do that all the time i use a ram mount um i recommend anybody that's riding with these systems look at a kiriakin for sure 
um, Zero 3D, I think it's one of your sponsors. They've yep, got yep. great mounts out there. I love their mount. Um, or, or RAM. Those are three manufacturers that make great re- mounts available at dealers or online. Um, and you can put your phone if you don't have a GPS. So I put my phone on my handlebars, put my uh, Google Maps on there when I need to, and then I can look visually at the phone. But even if I'm listening to music, yeah. um, it will, or, or I'm talking to someone on the phone, it will route the GPS instructions okay. uh, over my phone call or my intercom. So that's not an issue. All right, well, sir, I bring that up because with my unit, my SMH10, now I have a Garmin uh, GPS, and of course I got my cell phone. Uh, on our last trip that we did, our last group ride we had last year, I could have I could have intercom with the other riders. I could have uh, my cell phone, and that's it. If I wanted to in- integrate the GPS navigation, I would lose something else. Oh, okay. So now you're telling me I can have all of that running all at the same time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's not oh, a problem, great. especially on the amp units. I mean, if you, you know, in 2007, we came out with a series of units called the HBC series. It stands for Helmet Bluetooth Communicator Series. Uh, those are uh, not being manufactured. They're still being supported. And in 2016, uh, when we came out with the amp series, we made sure that those have the newest Bluetooth chips, uh, the newest, faster processors. And that allows us to do a couple things that we couldn't do before. One of which is to route the GPS the way that you see, you know, have indicated you'd like to be able to do. Mm-hmm. And the other is that these things need to be updated for firmware occasionally. And it used to be that you'd have to take and plug it into your computer, download something, upload it, press right. a bunch of buttons. Now um, your our app will just simply tell you there's a firmware update available. Would you like to download it? And if you hit yes, it'll beam it right from your phone onto the device. Oh, wow. So that being the case, then what it also allows us to do is to give new features to the market without them having to buy a new unit. Ah. So if we develop a new feature, which we are working on a couple features, um, so if we develop a, a new feature, for example, you'll simply get badged on your phone to update new firmware, and once you've done that, then you'll you'll see that change occur. Okay. Uh, one example would be that we're going we're gonna to make our app have a, a deal in it where you can go ahead and turn on your camera uh, on your phone, and what it'll do is if you want to record something out there while you're writing, um, it'll go ahead and turn the camera on your phone. And since your Bluetooth through your phone, you'll automatically be recording your Euclear voice through your Euclear system into that video you're taking with your oh, phone. Wow, oh, wow. That's cool. cool. That is yeah. cool. So that's going to be, uh, as far as I know, that's going to be free to the market. We're just going to deliver it when we have it ready. Um, and that'll be something that'll just auto-update, and you'll be able to do it, and that's it. All right, cool. does, do the Euclear systems have the ability to record the conversations that you might be having with your fellow riders? Yes. Um, you know, one of the things that uh, we, we found that the riders out there that are doing it, I've never done a vlog myself. So technically, I'm, I'm not the smartest person in the room when it comes <laughs> to that. Okay. Um, but what, what most of them are doing is they're recording with either their, their GoPro or their Sony camera, whichever camera they're using, and they're also then recording just with an app on their phone their their conversations and then all they do is just edit the video and, and that together you know at the end sure um some of the systems uh the cena system uh they do have one that has the camera integrated right. in with the, the bluetooth and so i won't comment on you know some people love that system some people say that it's not quite what they're looking for um, but they have made it very simple for people in that scenario and um, but we st- 
as a company, we have not made a plan to just integrate a camera and a Bluetooth together. Um, we kind of stay in our lane, and, and like I said, we kind of play in our own space and have our own set of fans that prefer us. Sure. Um, but it's very easy to integrate the sound and the video together with any basic free editing device. Oh, okay. Okay, now what is the range of your most of your systems? Uh, most of the systems have and what, I, what I will term to you as a 700-yard usable range, okay? <laughs> and, and this is a funny thing in the industry that I'm in. Um, the competitors in us seem to like to constantly mark our box every other year with a new distance. But the truth of the matter is that all of us are limited by the FCC to one watt of amplification, okay? So the engineers who tell us that these things can do 1,000 yards per unit are talking about a best-case mathematical situation where you're talking from a building top to a building top. But because we're really working with an um, amplified Bluetooth signal, line of sight is very, very important. Right. So when you're actually out there on the road and you're talking about twisties and hills and cars in between you, the average usable range is actually 700 yards. Now, I can tell you right now that when our boxes first came out, they were doing the 1,000-yard thing on the box. And what we did here in Idaho is we hopped on our bikes and ran right up uh, Highway 55 up towards the mountains and just kept separating ourselves from each other till the distance became too, until we started to disconnect. We would stop, and I would use the same range finder that I hunt deer with to see how far apart are we. And we decided to mark our box with what you should expect to get in the field and not what right. technically is possible. Um, and so the 700 yards is between each unit. So if you have four units, you can be five, 700 yards apart each, and the system will will repeat itself back. Okay. So you might see a, a unit that says that they can do, you know, uh, 2,800 yards or something like that. Well, they're kind of fooling you because what that means is is that it pairs up to four people, for example, right. 700 okay. yards apiece. So they're, you know, but really all of the units out there, in the field, whether it's Santa Carta or Euclid, you're going to get something like 700 yards on average, and it's going to vary based on conditions, and they're all going to be pretty close together. Right, so that's not quite a half a mile. So That's exactly right. I yeah. think the average, we figured it out at like 0.43 mile. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what you're doing that you're riding that far apart most of the time. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, if, you, if you get separated, you get separated. Yeah. Um, I can tell you this. The street riders don't have issues with the distance hardly ever, um, you know, unless they're doing, you know, things out of the norm. The off-road riders that use these um, in the mountains or, you know, up in the tundra or whatever the case may be, they, they tend to run at much longer distances from each other, and they they want the longest distance that they can get. Oh, sure. The conundrum for them is that if you have a push-to-talk, you can do five watts, and you can get more distance. But with these helmet comms, we're limited to one watt. Um, but if you use push-to-talk, you have no noise cancellation, yeah. and, you, and you're not on full duplex box, so you're pushing to talk, and then you can't hear each other if you're in the middle of running the motor, especially two-cycle machines. And so if they... If you know what they, most of them tend to do is they go ahead and go with a Bluetooth system. Euclid is one of the more popular for that because of the durability. And then if they get separated and they come back together, then they just press that button to get pulled back into the group and they're off and running again. Ah. And forget that regardless of what your distance is for intercom mode, if you have cell phone, you have unlimited distance. Sure. You know, so it, you know, for yeah, so if you get thrown from your bike and your buddies <laughs> are at the intercom range. 
well, hey, guess what? You hit the uh, voice dial button on the unit. Your bike is still stuck to the Zero 3D mount on your handlebars. <laughs> <laughs> the mount didn't. The mount didn't uh, didn't fail. So your 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 phone is 50 feet from you. You're sitting in a ditch. So you're going <laughs> to use the voice dial. You know, use the voice dial on the side of your Uclear unit and tell Siri or Phyllis or whatever you call the lady on your phone to uh, dial 911, and it'll do it. You know, from where you're at, so you you're never going to be out of range if you have cell phone signal as well as the intercom. All right. So you you speak like you have done this in experience. So. <laughs> I am. Um, I a lot of people <laughs> would classify me as accident prone. Oh, oh okay. Yes. Well, we won't do some- we won't do that here. We'll just let your words speak for themselves. Okay. <laughs> right. So now your your microphone technology seems. To, microphone. Well, it seems to vary between uh, motorcycle okay. communication systems. Some are good, some are not so good. And how how does yours differ? Well, you know, the microphone technology for us. One of the things that sets us apart is that we're a boomless or a hidden microphone system. And I like that. Huh? Yeah. So you're you're, you're never going to have anything protruding or or out in front of your face, um, collecting spit or whatever the case may be. Um, and you know. The dual microphone array allows us to have noise sampling differently. So okay. instead of having microphone, um, we've got two. And what that does is it gives us the ability to um, sort of average the sound that we're hearing from your voice and be, in some cases, better at separating your voice from the background noise. Um, as far as installing the speakers, our standard speakers, which mainly are best in a full face or a modular helmet, all, all you have is two speakers. The microphones are built into those speakers. So the installation is about one minute. You're just going to put the left speaker on the left, run the wire across the top of your liner, put the right speaker on the right, put your helmet on and go. Um, Now, noisier helmets or helmets that have, um, you know, uh, like off-road helmets or modulars that are open, that type of thing, uh, three-quarter helmets, then we we go with a a microphone that is basically two little tendril. Um, The microphone, just little wires, and then you go ahead and place those wires up above your eyes just like you would with the long earbuds. Mm-hmm. And uh, once you've done that, then you've you've completely concealed those microphones in the liner of your helmet. You don't see them, you don't feel them, but yet they are behind a little bit of uh, padding so that you're um, not getting direct wind directly on the microphones. So even with the half helmet, the three-quarter helmets, they'll still be clear enough for another rider to hear. Oh, yeah, that's not, a, not an issue. Oh, really? Oh, that's amazing. Now, well, obviously, if you can put them in the liner of your helmet, they're not going to be that obvious. Then. You you won't see them at all. I mean, I wish uh, if I had one of my personal helmets are out there in the in the Euclear garage, um, but if I showed you on the camera and looked in there, you, would, you wouldn't see the speakers. You don't see the microphones. Once you've installed them, you don't see anything. You don't, you know, you don't feel them unless you've got a strange fitting helmet or something of that nature, but um, you know, basically, once you've placed those in there, you're, you don't see them at all. All you're going to see is our little um, one, one inch by two and three quarter inch puck that um, sits on the left side of your helmet. That's all you're going to see. The rest of it's all completely hidden away in there. Yeah, well, one of the things that I know about the microphones that I have, now, I on occasion, uh, I'll use a boom with my half helmet, and I have, I've come to despise using them. With my full-face helmet, I have a helmet that, uh, a microphone that basically, it's kind of a boom, but it sticks to the front of the inside of the helmet. So it's like always oh, a right. front of my And that's that's fine, 
But again, the quality. Everybody says, oh, I can hear you just fine. That's not what my ears tell me. But with the boom microphone, I always find the placement is always a problem. And everybody always has trouble hearing. But, but you, with your system, because it's going in the liner of the helmet just above my eyes, it's always going to be in the same spot triangulating the origin of my voice, correct? Yeah, that's absolutely right. I mean, it, it's just something where once you've placed them up there properly, you're not going to look at them or move them or touch them again, and you won't even remember that they're there. You're not going to be moving it around or feeling it when you put your helmet on. They're just installed. We have multiple installation videos on our website and on YouTube that show you how to do that. Um, customers, you know, honestly, when people buy one of these systems, the number one issue that we face is just making sure that they get educated uh, visually on how to properly put that in their their helmet. And um, we ask people all the time, well, what kind of helmet do you have? And they want to tell us, well, it's a, you know, it's an HJC or it's an Arias. Like, hold on, is it a half helmet, a, a full yeah. base helmet? <laughs> and then we like to, you know, guide them through. This would probably be the best type of speaker and system for the acoustical challenges that type of helmet uh, promotes. Um, and then once they've got their system and they look at their helmet, and they can always hop on our website or on YouTube, and there's lots of videos out there showing you exactly how to install those. Or, you know, they hop on and chat with us on our website or, or give us a call and we kind of give them some tips or we'll send them some files. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, most of the time you can self-educate pretty quick just hopping on our website um, and taking a look at the videos on how to properly install it in whatever type of helmet you have. Right. Once, once you've done it once, you can do it again in just minutes. Yeah. Um, that first install might take you 10 minutes just kind of getting used to working with a liner. Um, but once you've torn a couple liners out and put them back, <laughs> you can rip through these installations. Uh, when I go to a show or something of that nature, um, I'll let customers that are buying from us at a show just drop their helmets off if they have them, and we'll sit and install them for them. Yeah. Um, and so we're, you know, our average time installing is maybe five minutes or so. Oh, wow. You know, Chris will agree with me on this. One of the things, because we're wearing half helmets, or in his particular case, a Tupperware, you know, you have <laughs> one of the things, uh, the speakers that, that, that we have, they're just these little round things about, you know, I guess about a little bit bigger than a silver dollar. And it's got yeah. the Velcro on the back. Now, if you got a half helmet, the only place to stick this thing is on the inside of the flap, you know, that goes around your chin. And right. A, it's never perfect. It never falls where it's supposed to. B, it's not really there where it's supposed to be. Like, because your ear just isn't where the strap is. Yeah, for so, something like right. me or that, I think the earbuds that you're talking about are be the best option. But that's where, yeah, right. Your earbuds come in, as it seems to be the winner, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the earbuds are the best thing that we've been able to come up with, and they're not perfect because it's just such a tough nut to crack to have perfect acoustics yeah. in an environment that basically is a wind tunnel. Um, now, that being said, to be fair to your center unit, um, it, the type of microphone you have that's got the little sticky, you know, the little flat right. one, it's going to be pretty tough to put that right in front of your mouth with a half helmet. Of course. Um, and so, uh, but one thing you might be able to do um, is I think the unit that you have has a regular 3.5 millimeter jack. And yeah. so you might be able to try different earbuds of your own that right. maybe fit your ears a little tighter and see what that does in terms of what you're listening to. Yeah. It won't help you with your outbound communication. Um, but in terms of what you're listening to, some of those units will let you listen to your own speakers um but the speaker the number one speaker most people go with to replace the speakers for sun and cardo is actually called the uclear pulse drop-in speaker it's, it's 39.95 and so at that price point it, it we move a lot of them and there's a lot of people that want different sound but they're not ready to move 
from the brand that they have. Or, you know, look, it's a simple thing. If you got six buddies that ride and they all have Senna, I'm not going to sit there and try to talk you into a Euclear when that's what all your friends, I mean, but if you want some Euclear sound, then you can put a pair of our speakers in there, and generally it'll make an improvement for you in that department. Well, so that's something I, you I want to try. Well, I'll tell you what, I, I like, I, what I like mostly right now, I love the earbud things, and of course I like the fact that the, mic, the microphone's being in the brim of the helmet. You know, because mm-hmm. you don't have anything sticking out that you have to keep constantly. Cause I yeah, I was never a fan of that. I don't no. like the booms like, in front of me while we I'm had, riding. We had the boom microphones. That. We tried it. We went up to America. You guys have been to America. I'm pretty sure you have. Um, yeah. You know, riding up the New York State through with these boom microphones. And, of course, our, our, we joke about uh, Tim, uh, our, our brother. He's, uh, he's got this habit of his microphone always ends up moving up in front of his nose and we feel like we have so we hear we listen to him breathe <laughs> for like twenty right. minutes. Right, right. Actually, it sounds more like Darth Vader all the time. <laughs> so now, tell you now your nuclear system, your amp can connect. Will they connect with non-nuclear systems? Yes, they will. And you know, it's one of these things. It's always a challenge. It's not that they won't do it, but what you have is a a an operating system that needs to connect to a foreign operating system written differently. And so what you have to do if you're going to ride with a non-nuclear system a lot is figure out the best way to pair it because you have the, let's say you're riding with a Cardo Scala Rider. So the Scala Rider can either be the master system or the nuclear can be the master system. And so if you are just riding one nuclear, one Scala Rider, this is really a simple thing. But if you're trying to pair one nuclear with six other systems, Usually, there's a little bit of work involved, probably talking to our tech support, figuring out how to pair that so that you're all talking at the same time. And it's really just a matter of of the different operating systems trying to control each other. Right. Um, and so, Euclear has a wide open platform, meaning that we will allow any other Bluetooth device to pair to us, and we will pair to any other Bluetooth system. So, we are wide open. We do not try to limit oh, anyone. Great. That's um, smart. In contrast, you do have scenarios where a manufacturer will not allow the Euclear to pair to them because they want you to buy their, their product system. Yeah, here at the office, we had a great, nice couple come up, and they had their Euclear systems, and they picked up a brand-new um, Indian, and we were able to get them paired into the Indian uh, built-in system where they could listen to the radio on their Euclear and and, and uh, all of that, but we have more difficulty doing that with the Harley systems because they have limited what will pair with them to only devices that they sell, um, and they have a deal with Cena specifically for that. Uh, so when you go into a, a, a Harley shop, you'll find that some of them are carrying Euclears, and some of them are only carrying the Senna's just because of that arrangement. Um, it's up to the individual shop how they want to do that. But there, a lot of shops will carry the Euclear but not display them because they're not Harley branded. So, you um, it, you know, it's something to know that your dealer could get you a Euclear, but they may or may not already be carrying it. And the way we get around that is there's a $20 plug-in dongle thing that you can pick up on uh, online. Our tech support guy will tell people all the time where to get it and how to set it up. And for 20 bucks, you buy a thing that you pair to your Harley, and then it pairs to the Euclear. And once you've installed it, it just works. So there's always a way around those types of things, but we are wide open. We'll let anyone pair to us. We don't have any smart. Any smart reason. Like that. Oh, sure. You know, why, why limit yourself because you know, whatever. Why limit yourself? Yeah. Right? It's great. 
uh, the Harley Davidson, you know, hundreds of dollars. They, that's what they want to make. <laughs> they want to make hundreds of dollars at all costs at all times. Yeah, I, I can't blame them. You know, strategic yeah. partnerships are a great thing, yeah. I guess. So that's right. We, we love Harley Davidson. That's why we bust their chops all the time. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So now, so now you ride, obviously. So what do you ride? I've been through several bikes throughout the years. Currently, my phase, I'm, I would go through phases. My current phase is a small, nimble, dual sport bike that probably weighs 10 pounds less than I do. Um, and that is, a, that is a Yamaha WR250R. I, I picked that up last year, and it is a, a, a quick little 250cc uh, four-stroke um, that, with the right gearing, will still wheelie right down the road, no problem. Um, so it's basically an off-road bike with uh, headlights and, and street legal, and uh, that way I can commute on that thing and, and get uh, – it should be getting 70 miles a gallon, but I think it gets 50 because I've done so many modifications to it. Uh, but uh, it's a really fun little bike, and what it does for me is it gives, it me, fun. It gives me the ability to run uh, to work and back, no problem, and, but uh, I can – just based on where we're located, I can be in, in, in an off-road riding condition in just five miles. So I've actually taken lunches where I just needed to blow off some steam, and I run out of the little Euclid back door here and ride up the road, and I'll go and hit trails for 25 minutes and then just come right back down with a little mud on the tires. Um, so it gives me the option of just getting out uh, to some different areas. Uh, that being said, um, one of the bikes that I need to own before my life is over is I want the 100th anniversary uh, 2003 V-Rod. And I, nice. will, oh, I will own one. A man it's after just my own heart. It's like my favorite bike in the world. Somebody will sell me that bike at some point. It will happen. Not too long ago, I was on uh, uh, eBay, and some guy was selling one exactly that bike, still crated. He, he, bought, wow. it, he bought it brand oh. new. It was still crated, and it's been like 10 years. No, actually, it's been 14 years now, right? Still crated, and he was asking $35,000 for it. Oh, oh man, yeah, and he'll probably get it. You know, I, mean, I you know, just based on uh, what I'm able to do and the fact that I have more toys than I probably ought to have, uh, um, I'll probably have to wait till that thing comes down to to five grand or less. That's going to take some time, but um, I, I, you know, I'm a lucky guy. I've also got a couple ATVs, and you know, my friends that don't ride but like to get out in the mountains, I'll call up a buddy and and we'll throw the uh, helmets on with the Euclid units and go out on the UTVs. Um, so, you know, the versatility of that is, is, yeah. is great. So we'll go out in the UTVs and we'll go explore on those. And of course you can pack things on the UTV on the, not UTV, excuse me, ATVs. Um, you can pack your tents or your firearms or, you know, extra fuel, things like that and go on some pretty darn long rides around here. Yeah. Um, so I probably do just as much on the ATVs as I do on the motorcycle. Um, but that being said, you know, for years I drove a Valkyrie, a Honda Valkyrie. Wow. And I don't, I don't know if you're familiar with those. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, it's a really neat bike. I used to call it my Harley Davidson because <laughs> even though I loved it, it wasn't a Harley. And, you know, that's the bike, again, or the, that's what all other bikes are measured against, I think. Um, but I really enjoyed that bike. It was smooth riding and passengers uh, loved it and things like that. Well, eventually I, I sold that and picked up the uh, dual sport bike that I have now. And uh, I, the only way I'm ever going to get that feeling back, I think, is to get that V-Rod. So it's just a matter of time. Keep shopping. Is that the only motorcycle you have right now? Right now, just the WR250R Dual Sport, the two ATVs, 
Um, and the next bike, like I can't even stop uh, repeating it, but that V-Rod, it's on my list. Well, I know what you got to do. I stare at them late at night when I can't sleep. And <laughs> it's just, you know, look, I, I got a wife and kids, guys, so it's hard to explain two wow. ATVs and two motorcycles, but I'm working on it. I'm probably oh. going to have to buy – it's probably going to cost me like new flooring or something, and then I'll eventually be able to – Rob, uh, what you got to do is sell the sell the ATVs, and then you'll be on your way. Yeah, we'll we'll see about that. <laughs> what, what so those ATVs, yeah. they do a lot of work for me, so they're oh, hard to let go. Okay, we'll let you have that. What Euclear system do you use when you're out? You know, I am still using a, I am still using my original Euclear system that I bought a couple years ago. It is from our previous line. It is an HBC 200, um, and it was our better system up until last year when we came out with the amp. And it still it does all the same things that the amps will do with some you know the amp systems made some some significant improvements. So on my system, I have to do the firmware updates the old way, and the sound drivers aren't quite as nice as on the new. And I don't have the app, um, but I still mostly just ride with my old system. I'm going to ride that thing till it dies, yeah. and I expect to get about five years out of it. Wow. Not being as a Euclear rep, I've got samples. Um, that I show dealers and things like that with me all the time. Uh, so I also have Amp Pro and Amp Go systems on me at any given time, and um, I will throw those onto my friend's helmets, and we'll go out riding that way. So what can we expect from Euclear in 2017 and beyond? Okay, well, what can you expect from Euclear? We are going to spend a lot of time strengthening our relationship with our dealers. Um, and so what we just came out with, for example, is a special map policy for the Amp Go that I mentioned that says that you have to be a brick-and-mortar dealer to be allowed to have that product because it is a hot mover, quick seller. And, you know, dealers are something that people don't talk about enough of what the challenges they face with the online marketplace out there trying to take away so much of what they sell. Guys, if you want to be able to stop by your local dealer and buy oil and chains when you need to, you have to support them. Um, not just, you know, with those items, but with a lot of items. And so we came out with the IMGO with a policy that says you have to be a brick-and-mortar dealer. So if you're an online-only dealer, that's one place that you can't pick it up. And so that was a nod of the cap. And then working closely with our, our main distributors, which would be um, Tucker Rocky and Western Power Sports here in Boise, um, as well as our only direct retailer, which is um, Cycle Gear. We're going to spend a lot of time working with those guys, traveling with them, and continuing education um, and, and showing them uh, more and better ways to get out there and show you clear at shows and things like that. As far as product developments, because we just came out with the AMP line in the, in the end of 2016, we'll, we'll just continue to develop new features for that line and, and give those to the market. Um, it'll probably be another couple of years before we change the overall form factor. And, you know, we're waiting for new technology so that we can deliver it. You know, Bluetooth 4.2, for example, is the newest Bluetooth technology on the market. That's what's in our amp line. And so until we find components that represent a major move or step forward that we can give to the market, then that's when we'll move forward as well in terms sure. of, uh, making major changes. So um, we want people to get out there and ride with our AMP uh, series and to find that it's user-friendly and easy to do. Um, we want them to enjoy the heck out of their rides and stay connected. Right. Um, and, and then when we come out with something that's truly an improvement, not just a marketing gimmick, but something that truly is an improvement, then we'll come out with something new and we'll put some marketing behind it. But as it is right now, most of the improvements that you see coming out month after month after month, it's generally just something to grab attention, and it's not really something that you're going to use. Um, so when we see something significant, then we're going to adopt that 
Um, and, uh, you know, the other system that we're working on is really a security-related device, not related to power sports, and so I won't bore you with that. But, um, you know, we're just waiting to see what we can get in terms of new technology that we can incorporate sure. uh, and just continue to refine and make improvements and develop uh, new features that will be developed free for our current customers. So, it's, so, so you're not going to be like you're not going to be like Indian and Harley Davidson, where you're going to throw some new paint on it and a chrome button and call it a new model. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're we're just not that artistic. Um, you, know, you know, a lot of people notice that the units that we came out with six, seven years ago. If you look at them and look at the new units, the housings are identical. We didn't even change the housings. We just changed all the guts, and we did that so that anyone who's ridden with our unit, you could pick up the new one, and it's the same operation. Any Euclear unit, from our old one to our new one to our best one to our our, our, our lowest uh, cost one, they all have the same housing and the same simple three-button operation. Perfect. And you can have any color you want as long as it's black. Great. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Right, exactly. yeah. So what rallies and events and shows can our listeners see and try out a Euclear system? Oh, well, that's a great question. One of the things that we're doing as far as working with dealers and distributors is what we found over time is that when we go to the shows ourselves and set up a booth and sell Euclear, the feedback is, hey, are you going to compete against your own dealers? And so we're going to limit the amount of shows that we go to and sell directly. That's going to be something we're, we're going to do less and less of because we're, our goal is to find out which shows some of our dealers are going to and to then travel and maybe support those dealers at those shows. So, you know, for example, I don't know if you've heard of the, the grass drags in New Hampshire where they race, they race snowmobiles in the middle of summer in the grass. Oh, God. So that's something we've been through several years. It's a lot of fun. We're going to definitely be at that. Um, you're going to see us at King of the Hammers. You're going to see us. Uh, we just uh, had uh, teams at the Iditarod race up in Alaska. Wow. Um, We'll definitely be at Vegas Bike Week again this year. That's one of my favorites. That's about a nine-and-a-half-hour drive for us. Um, so we like to hop in the Euclear truck and head down to Vegas Bike Week. That's a heck of a party. And it's actually a great scenario because uh, they always have a dyno booth, and they always have a huge sound stage. And somehow or another, the Euclear booth always ends up right dead center between the two of them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to test out intercom on a on a Euclear system, and you're standing between a dyno booth with the twin dyno booth and a and a sound stage. If you can hear each other in that scenario, you're probably going to end up buying one. So we That's do great. Well at the show. You do that all the time. Yeah, yeah we do so well at that show. Yeah, you guys headed up to Sturgis. Yeah, in the past we've had um, a booth at Black Hills Harley in the parking lot of Black Hills Harley. And that's a, a deal where we, we assist the dealer to sell to the public from there. And so then they give us the space and we basically act as uh, company you know employees for them. Um, so we're going to work that uh, out with uh, Black Hills Harley, um, hopefully again this year and get up there. Okay, well, we have Americade and Laconia happening in June. How about those two places? As of right now, no plans for us to go. But what we're looking to do is to find out what dealers might be going that are already selling Euclear and find a way to support them either by sending them some great promo items to give away at the show or by maybe having us fly out there um, and, and do demonstrations at the show. So, our, you know, our model really is going to be dealer supportive more than anything. And so we're trying to find out what shows that dealers we already know 
are going to be at those and then find out if they'd like to have us come out and support them. Uh, so that's where, you know, a lot of that's how we're going to kind of go about it throughout 2017. Is the, does that also apply to uh, the AIM Expo and the IMS shows? Yeah. And who, the, the, the company that primarily represents us at those shows is uh, a gentleman named Mark Hudson that owns HelmetSounds.com. Now, he goes to all of those shows and he does bring Euclear, Senna, and Cardo. To all of those shows and because he's there and he does such a nice job representing all three of them um, and you know our plan is to send him some promotional items or maybe even come and work the show with him but he is attending all of those shows so for us to go and separately sell uh, you know against one of our dealers is not something we're going to do right. uh, but we're we're, we're going to talk to we actually talked to him today and talked about ways to support him at that show to make sure that he's got everything he needs to be able to demo our product and educate customers properly. So now, where nice. can our where can our listeners get a Uclear system? That's a great question. Obviously, I'm hoping that all of them will run out and at least take a look. Um, so, you know, distributors are going to be Tucker Rocky and Western Power Sports. Okay, now they're selling it out to the dealers uh, for us. And if you would like to pick up a Uclear unit, we sell them on our website at MSRP, okay? And But when someone calls us and says, we'd like to buy a unit, we always like to ask them, would you like to buy from your local dealer? And if you don't have a local dealer, great. We'll set you up. We'll take care of you. You can buy direct from Uclear in that circumstance. But we really encourage everyone to support their local dealers this way. And I would suggest you call your local dealer and say, this is the system. I've looked at the Uclear site. This is what I'd like to pick up. Do you have them in stock? If they don't have them in stock, Tucker Rocky and Western Power Sports can have it there within 24 hours in most cases. So local dealers would be uh, the first choice that I would tell you. And Cycle Gear has always got a nice selection of Uclear at all of their 130 stores nationwide. Great. Well, I don't know about you, Chris. <laughs> I don't know about you, Chris, but I'm pretty well sold on I like that. I love that ear, yeah. earbud system. Oh, i, I I'm sold. That's on what that. I want to try. I want to see how the music sounds in it. That's the big. And thing. that's just now. When you, now, Dave, when you're riding and you got music going, I mean, what are you listening to? You know, well, I don't know if you noticed the shirt, Merca, and that looks like uh, yeah. So you're that's the Metallica. So you know, I listen to a, a mix of heavy metal, old school country. I mean, I love my Johnny Cash and my David Allen Coe and. And uh, I'll get some Merle Haggard in there, but mostly I'm listening to uh, some kind of hard rock or heavy metal most of the yeah, time. Me. And I love 80s and 70s. I can't get enough of it. Oh, yeah. My playlists pretty much stay right in that realm right there. And you can, uh, you, yeah, can, that's and you can hear it all just fine and dandy. Yeah, it's not a problem whatsoever. Now, I'm usually not riding with the earbuds because I'm riding with... Uh, a modular helmet most of the time. Right. Uh, but, of course, I've tested out the earbuds and all of that, and they sound very, very good. You're, I, you're never going to have as good a sound with a half helmet as you will with a full, but you guys, I think, see an improvement. What I'd like to do, you guys have been generous with inviting us on, and uh, I've got a few demo units around here. I don't see any oh. reason that you guys should have to pay just to try these out. Do you? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Right. Well, thank so you. When you and I will, as soon as yeah. I get one, I will put it in, and I will be trying out immediately. Yeah, just <laughs> just send me an address, and I'll get you guys some things to try out. Cool. And, yeah, we'll talk uh, about it. Uh, just give us honest feedback. We, we, never, uh, we don't give units to people in, in, uh, in asking in return some kind of a positive review. If somebody reviews our units, it's organic. 
And so, it, you know, it's them doing it on their own. Uh, we don't pay for reviews or anything like that. But, you know, you guys, I'd love to, I see a need for you guys to try it, and I would love to get your honest feedback. Well, and so you. I'd like to send you some units and, Absolutely. and let you, you Definitely can, love to review we that. We can That's guarantee you that we will test them to the nth degree. Yeah. I have no doubt. I promise you that. Uh, David, I want to thank you. David, the infidel. Yeah, I love that. I love that name. Here, uh, here on the Motorcycle Men podcast from Euclid. Hey, send us, a of, uh, send us a picture of that on your uh, uh, He mom. did. He, he did send me a picture. Okay, I do have a right. picture of it. We're going to post that. that yeah, we're going to post that up on our website and our Facebook page. Uh, David, yeah. I want to thank Look. you very much for joining us here on the Motorcycle Men podcast from Euclid Digital. So, boys and girls, if you want to hear what you're listening to, if you want your friends to hear you, if you want to listen to your uh, Metallica and your Slayer and, 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 and all of that good music, Yes. Said, then you get a Euclid system. If you want to listen to dance music, then you go get one of the other ones. Yeah, then, <laughs> go, uh, then go ride one of those uh, uh, car bikes. <laughs> Wait, are you talking like a, like a Can-Am or something like that? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, Dave, stick stick around. Stick around for a couple of minutes. And Chris and I are going to talk a little bit. So, Chris, I, I installed the Love Jugs, one of our sponsors. I installed the Love Jugs on the bike. Oh, really? Yeah. They were. Well, I'll tell you what. I got. I finally got a chance to test them out today. And I had some conversations with them back and forth about the installation. And I finally got it going. And the installation probably took me 30 minutes tops. And, All right. and of course... Uh, so today I, th- I had the chance to take it off a ride. I did about a 20-minute ride uh, with the Love Jugs off. Now, Dave, Love Jugs, are you familiar with Love Jugs? I'm not, but the name alone has got my attention. <laughs> <laughs> what Love Jugs is, uh, they develop these uh, fans for big V-twins. They're fans that get mounted to your horn mount on the, on the V-twin, and it blows a lot of air on the cylinder heads and cools the engine. For us, yeah. uh, air-cooled engines. So this prevents overheating, of course, and keeps your engine running well. So anyway, so I installed these on the bike. Did a 20-minute ride today with the love jugs off. And I did, I have a, I have a uh, digital uh, temperature gauge, and I pointed it right at it. It was laser type. And now, mind you, it's a little chilly here today, and the wind was blowing, so the bike probably wasn't running as hot as it usually does. But still, at the cylinder head, about a half inch from the spark plug, the temperature was 325 degrees, 330, 328, something like that, right in that age. Um, I, after a 15-minute break, I got back on a bike, and I rode for another half hour with the love jugs on. Now, the temperature then dropped to 260 degrees. Wow. Now, yeah. now mind you, that's, all, that's, a, that's a short test. It's still a little inconclusive because I want to do it. When it's really hot out, and take the bike out and just really see what one. it's like. That's the, really the big one. But I, I, you can hear them, boy. I think they they crank up, and it sounds like a jet engine. It sounds like you're riding with a jet engine underneath you. Does it make the bike louder? No, not really. You know, of course, with you know, with my pipes on there, I can't. I can't hear crap anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but this is where the test is going to come in because I've got the screaming chickens on my bike, and they're really loud. And I think they. Well, Chris, you were what, 114 decimals on yours? No, I was higher than all. I was 160. No. Uh, yeah. Wait, 160? Six zero? No, 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 no. 16. No, no. 16. Yeah. yeah that's like, that was idle. 116 <laughs> at idle, and I was 114 at idle, which really, well, it's negligible at that point. Uh, but when you're, at, when you're at highway speeds, you can't really hear yourself think too well. So... <laughs> 
And you just have to wear them half helmets. So well, you can't. I love this out of my bike, man. It's my bike. My bike, she sings to me. That's what I love about it. All right. Well, I have to tell you guys about an interesting product that hit the market. Um, it's called the Quiet Ride Helmet. Now, this is not everywhere yet. This has been developed by an entrepreneur, and he's developed a helmet with uh, ear cups that go around your ears that pump up with air, with just like the old Nike shoes where you oh, squeeze Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so he's developed a helmet for people that want to protect their hearing while they ride. But I'm gonna, I got a feeling you guys are getting on another boat. Well, actually, believe it, I wear earplugs when I ride. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And the funny thing is, is when I wear my my full helmet, again, it's not it's not one of the higher end helmets. But when I the sound seems to amplify. I, I can I can hear my bike even louder in my full helmet. So when I wear my half helmet, which I did today, it wasn't bad at all. It really wasn't. But I I had yeah, of course I had the earplugs in. But anyway, so so that's the report on that. Um, yeah, well we're gonna get together. We're gonna get together next week, Chris, and we'll we'll talk about this. Of course, we'll, gotta gotta have Arnold. Gotta have Arnold on the podcast. <laughs> So anyway, uh, I'm so I am Ted Wrong Way here on the Motorcycle Men podcast with <laughs> with with Chris the Joker and uh, also here with Dave the Infidel Cook uh, from Euclear Technology, Euclear Digital. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Oh, hit the wrong button. Hit the wrong button. He's over there hitting buttons like crazy. America. So, so with the uh, Euclear Digital, we have Dave Cook the Infidel. Thank you very much for joining us, David. Tim Buck 2 will join us next week when we get together in the studio. <laughs> All right, Dave. Thank you very much for joining us here on the Take care, podcast. buddy. I'll and, see you uh, talk to you again. We'll talk to you soon. All right? Yeah. Hey, thanks, guys. That was a lot of fun. I appreciate it. You're quite all right. Yeah, Thank you. Come on, uh, you guys. The, 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 uh, another show in time. And, uh, well, we get all three of us, and then we'll uh, have a blast. Yeah, we do. Yeah, that, I, I would enjoy it. I think uh, I was able to relax pretty much and good. just have a good time with it. Maybe we get on another subject sometime. It's worth. Oh, yeah, trust sure. me. When we get on other subjects, that's when things go oh, for really well. <laughs> <laughs> Ted, uh, Ted has my email. He can uh, he can just shoot me an address, and I'll ship you guys some units to try out. Well, thank you very much, David. That's very, very so nice. I've only got there's only one thing about the units, okay, is I don't have the new amp units as samples. I'm going to give you the same ones Sure. I ride with. That's fine. They're great units. They just don't have the app, but you're going to be able to experience it. And what I'll do is send you a couple different mounts, a couple different speakers, and you guys can, um, yeah, it's basically the non-retail package. They'll just be out of the sure. retail packaging. They'll just be free. You can keep them. You don't need to send them back. Just enjoy them. Well, thank you very cool. much. I appreciate that. All yeah, right. I'm looking forward to hearing metal when I'm riding. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you a full report. Yes, <laughs> I yes. promise you that. Yes. Yeah, right. and if you don't like them, then just don't. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. You know what? It's funny because you know, Love Jugs took care of us. You know, everybody we've has been really generous with us and helping us out you know, on the podcast. And you know, everybody, we have a lot of a lot of great friends now. We've met a lot of great friends doing this, and you're yeah. now among that family. So thank you very Absolutely. much. Absolutely, we love you, Clear. You guys are great. All right, so you guys take care now and ride safe when you're out there. Chris, what's the word? Keep going straight. Go fuck yourself up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys and girls, thank you very much for listening. Remember, we say Keep stupid crap, so you don't have to. All right. Thank you all for listening to this episode 90 with Dave Cook of Euclear Digital. So check them out at EuclearDigital.com for all of your power sport communication needs. And uh, they'll take care of you. They're a great bunch of guys. like Dave a lot. He's great. So don't forget uh, to check out our friends over at Loud Pipes Podcast, the Throttle Podcast, Motorcycles and Misfits, Cleveland Moto, 
Motorific, Cafe Racer Podcast, and, of course, the Wheel Nerds. And for you video nerds, please check out Del Boy's Garage on YouTube. You might learn something. All of these podcasts and many more out there do great things to promote and encourage our sport and passion. Also, look at our sponsors, Love-Jugs. All right, it's Love-Jugs. Cool off your big twin with Love Jugs. That's love-jugs.com. And, of course, it's Ciro 3D, providing you with top-quality accessories, comfort, and performance parts for your V-Twin. Ciro3D.com. Also, our brand-new friends at Uclear Digital. Talk to everybody. Talk to who you want. Uclear Digital. Get yourself a Uclear amp system now. So check, out, check them out on Cycle Gear. They sell them there. Or you can also go to ucleardigital.com. And uh, they can direct you to one of their uh, distributors and dealers, okay? Uh, And also, last but not least, get your leather on with our friend Joe over at Surefire Designs. Get those custom lids for your bagger. And Sims Designs. Your bike ain't cool until it's Sims Design cool at simsdesignllc.com. And, of course, get a hold of Dave Ackerman over at Tobacco Moto Rare. And get yourself some Kevlar Line jeans and their Kevlar Line California riding shirt. When I have the money, I will be getting something from Dave. This is some great stuff. Wow. Yeah, I tell you what, I'd rather have that uh, tobacco motor wear uh, Kevlar line jeans than wearing chaps any day. All right, from Tim Buck to Chris the Joker and me, Ted, your host of the Motorcycle Man Podcast. Thank you for listening. This is episode 90 with Dave Cook of Euclid Digital. And this has been the Motorcycle Man Podcast, where we say stupid stuff so you don't have to.